Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in to The Couple Shift. This is episode one, and today's episode is a good one, babe. We are talking about the decision. What decision? <laughs> You're funny. Hi, everyone. My name is Maria Leandra, and this is my amazing hubby. Jules. <laughs> His name is Julian Tomas, and together we are a couple co-creating a whole new life and taking on an entrepreneurial adventure, and you get to join us. Stay tuned. Enjoy the ride. And here we go, babe. Episode one. Official one. Should we tell him what happened with the episode one that we had already recorded? No? This is the episode one. <laughs> Should we tell him how we had an awesome episode that just disappeared? Listen, we're learning. <laughs> As we go, part of the making journey. Mistakes <laughs> is making. I don't know where I'm going with this, <laughs> but the point is, it's important. It's important. <laughs> yes. So I, I would love to just lay, like, give you a visual of the scene, if you will. We are sitting at our dining room table, and there are cables everywhere. We have this new setup, which we're very proud of. Jules has been well, working uh, on setting this up for a while. Proud is a strong word. <laughs> his stand, his mic stand, the mic has a little stand, like a little tripod, baby tripod. And then holding that baby tripod, there is a glass Tupperware. It's an excellent Tupperware. It fits it perfectly. It works just fine. It used to have gluten-free pancakes this morning, and now it's holding a mic. Delicious. <laughs> this, is, this is what it means to start something new. There you go. So here we go. Episode one. We are really excited for this podcast. We've been um, talking about it and prepping it and getting ready for it. So I got, I got some good butterflies going on, babe. I'm happy to hear that. <laughs> okay. So why is this called the decision? Decision, decision, decision. We're going to talk about, so this whole podcast, The Couple Shift, is about how we are shifting the dynamic of our lives and what that means for our relationship, what that means for our family, and all that good stuff. So in essence, um, we made the decision this year to go into full-blown entrepreneurship. And this is a big deal for us because it's a whole new way of living. I worked in corporate America for 16 plus years. I worked for a, um, a big broadcasting company. And my husband was a teacher for about seven years, right, babe? Before, That's right. Yeah, before that, he had a few other um, uh, jobs in a couple of places. But Oddball jobs. <laughs> but he was a teacher for the past seven years. And uh, hot mic, hot yeah. mic. Sorry about that. And we, uh, we decided. So the reason why we wanted to name this The Decision is because we're going to take you through a few of the major decision points that brought us to this moment in time. So we're going to go back to the beginning, um, really the big the big shift happened in February of last year, February 6th to be exact, around 1.30 p.m. Eastern time. Okay, that's pretty accurate. I um. get called from the HR department and um, and I knew, I had a feeling there were some layoffs happening. I, at the time, was a senior marketing and branding director for this, for this broadcast company, as I mentioned. Fantastic job, awesome memories, loved every minute of it. Well, maybe not every minute, but most minutes of that job. It was a really powerful. I was going to say, sorry to interrupt, yeah. but I don't think you loved it. I didn't love every minute. minute. Let's, let's, yeah. Hashtag real life. I got to get closer. He says, I got to get closer. Like yeah. this, babe. Yeah, you're good. I got to make you're out good, you're good. with the mic. 
Okay. So I was um, 16 plus years, worked in this company, and they were doing a series of layoffs. And my job had a pretty prominent role in the department. So they were cutting costs. It was nothing personal. It was not performance driven. I was very clear on that. And they were as lovely as they could be, but they basically, you know, walked me down to HR and said, you know, we're getting rid of your position. This is what's happening. Then just go upstairs, clean up your stuff and go home. And so that day changed everything, changed the trajectory of our lives. So obviously this was a huge um, it was like the rug was swept under my feet when the whole thing was happening. It was like this out-of-body experience, very bizarre, like watching a movie of your life. And as, started, as I started processing everything, I remember just, again, it was all like in slow motion. And I knew, I was like, whoa, this is very intense. And also, I know this is a setup for something bigger. I know this is the universe shaking me up so that I can make some important decisions in my life and how I wanted, how I choose to live my life. And what's interesting and beautiful is that for the past few years before that, I'd say like three years, I had been really standing for this vision of what I knew was possible for me and for us. And I didn't really know how that was going to materialize, but I was getting ready for something. And I talk about, I, I'm a life and business coach. I talk to my clients about this all the time, the state of knowing that there is something more that you're meant to do, meant to create in your life. I talk about designing your life, not living your life by default. And so I had been in the process of doing that while I was working my job and figuring out I was getting coached myself. I was going through programs. I was in that very intentional mission of finding what was next. And I do believe that the moment that I got laid off was, again, the powerful moment that the universe literally closed one door and opened up a whole other door, a big, beautiful door of possibilities. Yeah. So like every big, beautiful door of possibilities, it requires that you walk through it, which is what we're going to walk you through in today's episode. Now, something else that we should mention, and I think this is Jules' favorite part of the story at this point, is that that morning, that very morning, we had, what happened? We got a little noise in the background. Okay. Behind the scenes action. That's all right. Just keep going. Yeah. So that very morning, we had signed a contract on our first home Yes, ladies and gentlemen, that's right. The day that I got laid off, I had signed, we had signed a contract that morning. A lot of eyes in this I know, conversation. <laughs> I'm uh, sorry. I'm sorry. I thought I was involved in this <laughs> marriage. <laughs> I know. That's my bad. Signed I'm like, Wait off a on a lot of paperwork here. <laughs> I love you, babe. Um, you're producing, so you're like, lo- you're like in your own little world over there. That's no excuse for no, no, no. all the, the, the eyes. All, all I'm here is, is excuses. We're <laughs> going to need an excuse <laughs> jar here. Every time that someone gives an excuse, they're going to put a dollar in. We, we had signed a contract on this big, beautiful home that we found over the weekend. And we had been home searching, found it. This was a Tuesday morning. Of course, I remember every detail vividly. I see. It's funny because I don't remember that detail, but what I do remember is the house and everything about the house and yeah. how excited I was. Do about you remember how tiny the master bathroom was? Right. It was basically <laughs> the size of our living room, <laughs> but it was not ex- that we were looking for w- a no, bathroom it that size. Yeah. It just I mean happened to the be the garage. It had a three-car garage. It, the, the floors you can eat off. It was wonderful, but you know it. Yeah, it was a masterpiece of a house. 
beautiful neighborhood, the whole nine yards. And that morning, again, everything shifted. So I get laid off. I drop off my ID, my computer, say goodbye for 15 minutes to my coworkers. It was all very bizarre. And then I get in the car. And at this point, I hadn't said anything to Jules because he was a teacher, you know, he was a teacher. So he was in the middle of class. And I said, I'm not going to announce this over a text or say, hey, babe, I've got to talk to you because he's going to pick up on my energy and he's going to know something happened. So let me just go pick up Skylar and I'll get home and we'll have the conversation there. So I went, I did that and uh, I get home. Then he, you got home shortly after I did. And you looked at me and knew something was up. I said, hey, I, I have something to tell you. I have some news. And I, kept, I think you told me right away. Like, did you get did you get laid off? Well, no, I looked at you. I'm like, hey, you're here early. And yeah. I, I found that, uh, well, obviously strange. So, yeah, because my hours were pretty long at that job. And yeah, this I mean, you would Middle get, of the day. You would usually get home like around, on a good day, 7 o'clock at night. Yeah. You know? And um, it was a crazy week. It was, well, it's just the beginning of the week, but yeah. it, was a, it was the week leading up and all the signing and all stuff was pretty nuts. And then all of a sudden... You come in, you open the door, and you're like, yeah, I got laid off. I remember the outfit I was wearing that day. That day is imprinted in my memory very vividly. So, and I'll, and, and uh, at that moment, I was like, okay, well, I'll call and, uh, you know, cancel that signing of the lease. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and, and yeah, no, funnily enough, I had Not just lease. hung I don't know up. Why I said lease, the mortgage, whatever. Yeah. You know how, um, you know how when you, purchase a home you have an inspector come in and check the home and all that stuff so I had just called the inspector and scheduled the appointment for that Friday and I hung up on the phone with him on my cell phone and then they called me from my like office line from HR to tell me about the layoff so it was all just again very just intense and <laughs> bizarre and like Rapid. out of body so we quickly thankfully you know I was sort of in a daze and Jules was very focused he said all right well first things first he called to make sure that we could, under the circumstances, cancel the the home purchase, which we were able to, thankfully. Yeah, no, it was that that no part repercussions. was. Yeah, that part was fine. There was no issues on that. Um, yeah. No repercussions from that. It was, you know, look, this is what happened. And, you know, sorry for everything. And yeah. When things change, we'll we'll look again to buy a house. Yeah. That was that was the intention at that first moment. Yeah. Right now is not the right time. This has happened. But we can't jump into something that we are not going to be ready for. So yeah. I don't like taking that much. I didn't like taking that risk. I didn't want to take that risk because it would put a, pr a lot of pressure on you. Right. Yes. So. That was an important decision because we had been in the, you know, really feeling like we wanted to grow into a home. You know, we had our son. We wanted the whole classic, like, backyard. We, we live in an apartment now. It's like a second story apartment. And... You know, it was a there was a big, important, beautiful moment for us as a as a new family to to make that happen. And I even remember saying to Jules, more, more so to me, I think, because we've talked about this before. Mm -hmm. More so to me about having that that house. Yeah. You know, the yard and everything. Um. I felt you know that that was something I always drove to. I was like, this is what I want. This is what I want. And yeah. Then, and then you started, and of course, you 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 wanted it too. But I felt like I was really. Yeah, like pushing yeah. it, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. it was it, it. But at this, everything happened, and it was like, okay. Yeah. Know, that can't happen right now. Yeah, we understood 
they think, and you you told me this that day, you know, in the midst of, oh boy, so what happens now? We both understood that this was all happening for a reason. Even if we didn't know, right, right. we had no idea what was ahead, but we had a sense of feeling like, yeah, we're well, obviously we're going to get through this together. And um, it's, o- it's opening us up to better things, even if we have no clue what they are at this moment. So the one thing I knew, <coughs> even in the midst of not knowing a whole lot at that point, is that I didn't want to apply to a quote unquote nine to five traditional job like I'd had for the past 16 years. I knew that was certain. I knew there was something else I wanted to craft. And so when we had a conversation about, okay, well, what happens now? I remember we said, all right, well, let me take, you know, a few weeks to settle, to sort of decompress. There was a lot of obviously getting over this big change. Again, I had been working for the same company for a long time. It felt like, um, yeah, it was unsettling in a lot of ways because it just makes you question your worth. 15 years in the same place. I mean, yeah. And lot. even though I knew it wasn't, again, based on my performance, I was very proud of the work I did. Still, it's like you get fired like that and it's like, okay, why? So I remember for about a month, I had work dreams every single night. Every single night, I had a dream about work in some way. Anyways, so I took some time. I knew that I wanted to just have a breath to decompress and sort of just release all of that energy from that past job and then become like a clear kind of channel for what was to come. And so I did a lot of journaling. I did a lot. I stepped into the possibility of what could this look like? And I had been certified as a coach through the University of Miami about six years, seven years ago. And they have a fantastic program for um, uh, life business executive coaching. And so that was always something that I saw other coaches and other people in that capacity. And I knew there was something in there that I really, really loved about the idea of, you know, holding someone in such in, in their highest, helping someone really grow in their potential It's an aspect that I really appreciated in my own job when I worked with interns, when I worked with other uh, younger execs on the team. I had a lot of people that would come to me to have conversations around those topics. So it was something that came naturally to me. So I knew that my new chapter would have some component of coaching. And But it wasn't until April, May. May is when I solidified mid-May is when I said, all right, this is it. This is what I'm doing. And so I told Jules um, a few weeks before that, I said, I remember it was a conversation in the car. We were driving somewhere kind of far, so we had time to chat. And I looked at him and I said, babe, so I've looked at our finances, the money we've saved, because we had saved money for this house. And I'm looking at what we have now. And I think we can buy ourselves some time so that I can actually start my own business. And he looked at me and it was kind of like, wait, what? Because I think all along you thought that I would sort of like have some time to kind of decompress yeah. and then move Re- into a reset of yeah, some sort. Like reset, then but then move into another regular, like a job similar to what I had before. Right. And so this was a bit of a curveball, not a huge curveball because Jules has always known that I've had this sort of entrepreneurial spirit. But even in very honest conversations we'd had in the past, he very lovingly had said, honey, I, you're, you're a rock star in so many things you do. I just don't know if you have entrepreneurship in you. And 
when he said that, I was like, Mer. but I understood exactly what he meant by it. It's not an easy choice to make to have the responsibility to embark on something like that. So I think it was a thing about when every year. Yeah, like clockwork. The, the clockwork cycle that my wife will go through at work where it was, I hate what I'm doing right now. It sucks. I can't do this. I, I do don't want to do something else. I want to do something more. I'm, I'm not more. being used correctly or... Um, I'm not being used to my full potential. Uh, yeah, uh, the project that they have me on is is junk. I don't want to do this. And I'm like, uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. Okay, let's just wait and see what happens. And we wait a couple months, and all of a sudden, the attitude changes. And Fireworks. It's like, oh, my God, is this so amazing what I'm doing? I can't believe I'm doing this. Uh-huh. And I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh. It's... um. Yep. I'm quite cyclical in that sense. Yeah. And I have to say that yeah. for the most part, I'm, pr- I'm wired for optimism and I'm wired, I'm very driven, I'm very ambitious, I'm very creative. And so I'm constantly on the quest for something new. And it, you, it's surprising that I was in that same job for over 15 years. Of course, I grew yeah, I from a very I junior position. Like no, I know. <laughs> I grew from a very junior position into a much more senior position. And I had so many projects throughout my time there that were very different and very challenging in so many ways but I did have lots of moments like he says there was always this period this like cyclical period at at a certain point in the year when I was like I can't I don't want to do this anymore this isn't challenging whatever and so in those moments of course I would come up with well what else can I do I think I meant for more I want to I want to impact people in a broader way all this stuff and I'm sure a lot of you can relate to this. And if you do relate to this, then you're my kind of people. This is this is this is our our soul calling. This is our our inner inner workings calling for for something more. They call it a calling for a reason because it calls, and until you answer it, it's not going to leave you alone. Especially for driven, ambitious women like like me. And the clients I coach are all wired the same way. So there's a lot of us. Um, so in this particular moment, I was like, all right, it's time to put my big girl panties on and actually do something about this calling that I keep hearing. And this is where I told Jules, I said, I've crunched the numbers and I think that we can have the opportunity for me to try this whole working in my own business, starting my thing. And then we started talking about that. So then September of last year, is when I officially launched as a coach. I launched my website. I launched, you know, I said on Instagram, like, hey, I'm a coach now. And I started the process of beginning to understand what it was like to um, speak with potential clients and all that jazz. One thing I knew from the beginning is that I wanted to really set myself up for success. I really believe in coaching. I believe people thrive when they're under the right coaching circumstances. I believe it because I'm a coach. I see it. I see the difference. And I get coached all the time. It's it's a constant in my life. And it really helps me level up. And so from the beginning, I knew I wanted to find a program that would help me set a solid foundation as an entrepreneur and as a new businesswoman. And I happened to find that in an amazing conference that I went to. Um, this was October of last year. And I went to that conference. It was in Phoenix. Uh, it's called The Zone. My business coach, Shanda Sumter, prints it on every year. Um, she's a rock star. And I came back and I, while I was over there, I intuitively knew that the next step for me was to sign up for a, a business program, a business coaching program that she has. 
And so I, I put my credit card down and it was a hefty investment. <laughs> and I came home and I talked to Jules about it. That was another big decision moment for us. And it's a moment that a lot of female entrepreneurs face. Well, you first came to me before you put the credit card down. No, I didn't. You didn't? No. Oh, that's right. You've done yeah, that before. I have. I don't do that now. Well, hold on. Almost I never. Need to interject here. That's not necessarily true. Well, she's getting better at it. Yes. Um, go on. Yes, <laughs> I'm getting better at it, and so, and this is part. I'm glad this is coming up because this is like total real life, and this is where I really believe in the power of communication and co-creation with your partner. This is we're going to talk about this a lot during the podcast because it's. It's really important. So women like me, we have this drive, we have this knowing, we have this intuition, we have this this like sense of what's possible. But so many times, because of prior conditioning, we just, we do not speak authentically, we do not communicate with our partners. And Jules and I always had an awesome relationship, but there was a lot that I wasn't sharing with him because I felt like he would think I was a little bit crazy or it was just, you know... However, whatever reasons um, came up for me. And in that moment, I remember I said, you know what, I'm going to make this decision. I'm going to trust myself and I'm going to trust that I can walk him through why this is important and why this is meaningful for us. And babe, you had no clue, like no clue. That was a full like trust exercise when we talked here in the kitchen. And I said, so I spent this amount of money and we're talking about like a hefty amount, a very hefty amount of money. And uh, in the thousands of dollars. And, you know, I I spoke with him and I remember, you know, you your your face turned a few different colors very quickly. And then you looked at me Mostly and Mostly lighter shades. <laughs> pale, pale shades. And uh, and but you looked at me and you said, you know what, if this is something that you believe is going to set you up and set us up, then okay. Let's let's go, you know, go for it. So I did. And getting that kind of support from the ground up was so, so pivotal for me because it immediately put me in touch with what was possible. And I want to say how important that is for anybody out there who is embarking on something new, whether it's a path of entrepreneurship, you're shifting the paradigm of your life, you're co-creating differently with your partner, you want to co-create differently with your partner, whatever it is that you're embarking on that feels new, you don't have to do it alone. You actually should not do it alone. Do not lone wolf it because then you're probably going to be spending more time in breakdown and in frustration and in wishing and wanting and hoping and writing lots of things down in your journal. Can anybody relate to this? Rather than actually taking action on it. And so getting that, you know, just just get coached. I will say this lots of times because I really, really believe in it. And it's what um, gave me the superpowers to keep going and has helped me establish a better communication relationship with Jules so that we yeah. can keep making the decisions that we're making now. And I got to say, I, I, I am still learning about coaching. Um, when uh, when she first told me about what she wanted to do and what and and, and when we, she wanted to take this and take on this endeavor, um, you know, as people that don't get coached or don't understand coaching would be like, well, what, what's the point of that? Or, or why is it needed? Or, oh, OK, is it a one time kind of deal? And that's what I thought. I was like, OK, but once you coach this person, then you're done. And, and, and that's not the case. It's It's more it's just like going to the gym. And, mm -hmm. and think about it because 
It's like an it, athlete getting coached. Right. It, in the sense of, you know, you can drive yourself. I mean, number one, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be, it's going to have to be you mm-hmm. to push yourself. However, a lot of us need that help to get us going and to get us motivated or to get us to find a, find the path for ourselves, I guess. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, something along those lines. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, investment is part of that path. So let's fast forward, shall we, my love, to March of this this year, right? March 2019. It's crazy. Yeah, March this year. I know. Year. It's all, it's <laughs> so much has it happened. Feels, it, yeah, no, it feels like last year. So I started getting really solid coaching. Um, I did an amazing leadership program in San Diego. I'm still involved in it. It's been a powerful experience for me. And so that really allowed me to supercharge my own um sense of possibility, even beyond what I already knew was possible. It was amazing. And that really allowed me to begin to enroll clients and begin to show what was possible. So let's go back actually January, because that was important. End of January, February. Right. I remember I just, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I interrupted you. No, 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 please, please. I wish you would talk more. Okay. I I feel like I'm talking so much. Well, you know, it's okay. (laughs) There'll be episodes <laughs> where I'll be talking a lot more than you will. I know there will be. Hopefully. Okay. <laughs> no. Um, anyways, so end of January, early February, I yeah. just got back from one of my trips. And we're here in the kitchen and you're making coffee. He makes delicious Cuban espresso. I don't even know if it's Cuban espresso anymore because we don't even use sugar anymore. And that's it's like, true. you need sugar. It's just espresso. It's, it's good espresso. It's good espresso. Yeah. But he's a wonderful barista. And so... Um, He's making coffee and I'm sitting there on the counter and I'm like, babe, what would you, how would you feel if I told you that you may not have to go back to work at your job next Sign year? Sign me up. And let me preface this by saying that Jules is, has, had been having a really tough, like a tough period of time. Teaching for, for those who are teachers, they know it's, it's a, it's, it's, it's tough. Yeah. It is definitely tough. And I think it's gotten tougher especially from i mean i've I've been teaching i was teaching for seven years um but when i talk to my 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 former co-workers that have been teaching for 30 years it's changed a lot yeah it's changed a lot the kids changed a lot the parents changed a lot the parents especially um things have changed a lot yeah you know yeah, and so and this past was year very, was a very difficult, particularly mm-hmm. tough. Like beyond just Grueling. teacher tough, it was like there was other stuff going on that made it that much more challenging. And so, um, and it wasn't so much that I said that because I wanted you to quit your job necessarily. Because no. I I have to say I am so proud that Jules was a teacher. I consider him a teacher still. He's teaching in a different capacity now. He is wired to impart knowledge, and I say that with so much pride because there's nothing. There was nothing more exciting for me than to say my husband is a teacher. So I just want to say that because that's really important for me to convey. Thanks, and babe. Um, yeah, babe, you are you are quite incredible. And so it wasn't so much about oh stop teaching because I again overflowing with pride, but it was more about really shifting the possibility for our lives what it would mean to live a life that was a little more untethered. So what what does it mean when you have a life that you're not physically working at a location? You're able to actually create so much more. You're able to create more abundance, um, and it, it requires a lot of work and vision and dedication, but just your possibilities open up. So that's really what I saw. 
And so he said, sign me up. But still at that time, he was like, okay, great. I mean, it's, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm too busy with the stuff that I'm dealing with at school yeah. and all that stuff. I said, great. So yeah. March comes along. Right. So March comes along and here I am. I've, you know, I'm really, my, my business is starting to grow in really awesome ways. And so we see what's possible. We see it. And that was the moment that we looked at each other and I was like, all right. And I think Jules, you it clicked in your mind. Yeah, that was at the point where I was like, I don't think I'm coming back to this place anymore. Yeah. Because it was just like the things you were telling me, the 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 great news you were having with, you know, after starting what was it you, like you said earlier, September. Yeah, in September. Um mm-hmm. and how fast the, things are growing. Um that's when I was really like Wow, I think uh, I think I'm gonna tell him that you know thanks for the thanks mm-hmm. but no thanks I'm not coming back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and and that in itself was a wonderful experience. It's yeah. a wonderful school. So again, we have nothing but good memories. Very prestigious school. It's great. I mean, and I and I made a lot of friends there, and I'm still connected with them. And you know, I mean, yeah. no place is perfect, obviously, but. Yeah. Um, at the time, at the first time she told me, I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, great, that's awesome. But I would never thought that that was going to be the case. And yeah. Then, and then it was. Yeah. And I say all this because when you make decisions from place of vision, it doesn't mean that your life has to be like really, like your job is terrible. You can still have a vision for what's possible. I feel like so many people want to experience something different in their lives. They want to shift their own paradigm but they get locked into the space of, oh, am I being ungrateful because I, quote, unquote, want something more. I'm, I'm feeling like I'm called to something more. And to me, that call is very is very sacred because your, your higher self is always going to want you to seek for more. So it's not about being ungrateful. We had a wonderful, beautiful life. We knew what was possible. So I just, I want to presence that because I don't want you know, I don't want that to go, um, I don't want it to just be like, oh, you only make changes when something is going really wrong. You know what I mean? Right. Babe? No, that wasn't, and that wasn't the case. I yeah. mean, but at the same time, if you really want to experience that kind of life for yourself, mm-hmm. that, you know, being in charge of yourself and all that stuff, mm-hmm. you don't know until you do it. Yeah. And so we're taking that plunge. Yeah. That's and we happening. had so many conversations because I wanted to make sure that this was something that he was totally locked into and not just doing because of I had this great idea. So we had multiple conversations and I every time I I knew I could sense that he had this certainty about what we're doing without knowing exactly the script ahead of us there was like this sense of possibility. Yeah, and to circle back um to the beginning uh when sh- when you were laid off it mm-hmm. was it, it's amazing because you get a lot of laid off and it's like, okay, this is what I'm dealt with. Boom, instantaneous. But now the new path that we're taking, we didn't do the same kind of thing where it's like, boom, this, the next day we're doing this. It, it grew mm-hmm. and the decision yeah. was naturally, we decided over time, we looked at everything. And I'm talking about everything from insurance to whatever. Yeah, every, everything. yes, um, yes. Uh, you know, and then we decided to take that leap. Yeah. But... It wasn't just one day to the next. Yeah. I'm glad you said that because it's true. Yeah. 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 It seems like it's all happened fairly quickly because. Well, now. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like it was very deliberate and intention. But at the same time, we weren't losing time because we could have said, you know what? We'll wait another year. We'll see what happens. But there's also that sense of, 
you must take some sort of risk, smart risks. And we looked at all the different factors that we could control. We know there's some factors we can't control, but we're willing to go there. And again, it was a doing it in lockstep and, and figuring it out together. So that brings us to where we are right now. So he wrapped up school in May, early June this year. Right, yeah. At the time of this recording, it's uh, mid-September. So it's been a full year since I've been officially an entrepreneur in business. Isn't that wild, babe? Again, it, it, it flies. <laughs> yeah. It flies. It really does fly. You know. Yeah. And what we have ahead of us is so much um, growth, so much opportunity, so much unknown. We are already experiencing what it's like to have the breakdowns and the breakthroughs of beginning to work together, beginning to establish new routines. And I'm sure you're going to hear a lot more stories. Oh, yes. They are coming. Um, uh, proud to say we just potty trained Skylar in three days. I got to throw that in, babe, because I'm like incredibly okay. proud of us. Yes. Like Pat yourself on the back. Yes. We did three great. days. Awesome. He's, he's He an doesn't even son, wet so. the bed at night. He's like a rock star. Um, so I want to thank you guys, right? Like we want to thank you guys for listening. This is going to be a really fun journey. I hope that you'll catch our next episode. We, um, our mission is to share our story because we want to evoke what's possible in others. So if you are yeah, a person, the good, the bad, and the ugly, all of it. If you're a person out there, a gal or a guy, or hopefully a couple, if you're listening to this together, that would be awesome. And you aspire to shift something in your life, and you may be a little bit afraid to do so. Just know that. That's part of the journey, and we want to evoke what's possible in you and show you what you what we're experiencing along the way. Exactly. Yes. Honey, I love you. Love you too. You're amazing. I'm proud of us. I'll make sure not to lose this episode. And <laughs> please save the episode twice. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you on the next one. Please subscribe to the podcast and make sure you share it with friends. Leave us a review. I'm already going to say it. First episode in. All Leave right. us a review. Help us out. Five stars will make us so happy as we start this Just journey. Just subscribe, subscribe, yeah. subscribe, 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 subscribe. All right. We love you guys. We'll see you in the next one. See ya. Bye.